a lot of people have imposter syndrome, self-consciousness, a looking over the shoulder, a worry that maybe I shouldn't be here, maybe I don't belong here, maybe I'm not good enough. I think that happens to people a lot. Hi everyone, I'm Katinia McHenry. Thank you so much for joining us again on another episode of Fuck Fear, the podcast where we talk about our fears and we also talk about letting go of our fears so that we can live more peacefully. I am so excited about our guest today. She is Dr. Carrie Barron. She is a Director of Creativity for Resilience at the Dell Medical School at the University of Texas at Austin. She's also an Associate Professor in the Department of Medical Education. She is a board certified psychiatrist, psychoanalyst, and positive psychology coach. She's been interviewed by many journalists and she's been a guest on podcasts, radio shows. She's been featured in magazines and newspapers and she maintains a blog that has over 4 million readers on Psychology Today where she covers a variety of well-being topics. Thank you so much for being with us, Carrie. It's great to see you. Great to see you, Katinia. Well, today's episode, we are talking about the fear of success, which I didn't even know was a thing. So before we get to our talk today, Carrie, I want to know, what are you afraid of? <laughs> well, I can tell you something I've been afraid of lately. I'm afraid of getting stuck in an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. There's been a couple of issues with the elevators in our building and a couple of people have sort of dropped a couple of floors or been in there for 10 minutes. And so that's my latest. So, uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. But I think they fixed it. So it's a problem. Okay, okay, good. I hope so. Because yeah, that is a legitimate fear. And like, what would you do? Like, depending on, of course, how long you're in there. Well, right. So, I mean, there are things you can do, right? Buttons you can push, phones you can use. Yes. So, anyway, yeah. But it's okay. That's funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. today we're talking about fear of success. And like I mentioned, I didn't even know this was a thing. I was recently talking to a family member of mine, and we were just talking about fears and, and trauma that we've experienced that leads to fear. And she said, I've been afraid of my own success. And I was like, wait, what? So, talk about first what that means. Fear of success? Yes. Well, right, because we seem as if we are always trying to improve our lives, get, you know, reach the goal, get, you know, reach for that higher, better thing in our mind. But there's another layer to our being, which um, is sometimes harder to get in touch with. But there are things that, that might actually scare us about success. Um, Oh, I could go on. I mean, there's a long list. I mean, you know, there's a fear of maybe making a mistake, failing, you know, imposter syndrome, um, worry that other people might be envious, that you might, you know, lose uh, supports. You know, yeah. since I can, I can just stop there. There's more, but you know, there's a certain way in which um, there used to be uh, the loneliness of the long distance runner comes to mind, right? Huh. So someone who strives and sort of gets ahead and gets to the top might feel a little bit lonely um, right. because the, the relationships change. Right. So is what are the most common that you see just in your experience and practice when it comes to success? I mean, you named a few, but what are, which of those are the most common that you see? I think a lot of people are afraid. A lot of people have imposter syndrome. Yeah. Self-consciousness, a looking over the shoulder, a worry that maybe I shouldn't be here. Maybe I don't belong here. Maybe I'm not good enough. I think that happens to people a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, I think a little bit of humility is healthy. 
So if you're overly confident and you kind of strut around and think I'm definitely sort of capable, your learning self may be compromised and that's not good in terms of actually, I think being successful because you always have to be learning, right? Yeah, right. And do you think, I mean, obviously, different people have different definitions of success. Success for some people could mean they got dressed and they got out the door that day. <laughs> or success could mean that, you know, they finally are making a six-figure salary. So when you look at the varying degrees of success, how do you quantify, uh, how do you quantify that? Right. Well, I think that's a great point. Um, for someone who's been suffering from a depression, you know, or, or, uh, agoraphobia, fears, it might be very hard to, uh, you know, an accomplishment, a, a high goal, right? You know, as you point out, could be something like getting out of bed in the morning and going to the store and picking up a coffee or something yeah. like that, right? Somebody else who might have, a, you know, some social issues or social fears, you know, it could be huge success to be able to call somebody, reach out, take that risk and put yourself out there, right? So there, there, there are those kinds of of successes. So success, I mean, it's a really general term and it can mean very yeah. different things to different people. Yeah. yeah. And so the family member I was speaking with in terms of what she defined as success was in from a career standpoint, like, you know, she wanted to strive to a certain point, but she was afraid to get there because she was afraid that she wouldn't be able to handle that, um, that, that level of, or that executive level. And so while she felt like she had the skills to get there, she was afraid that once she got there, she wouldn't be able to handle it. Right, right. Yeah. So, you know, I, I get that too, because at a, at a higher level, you're more exposed and there may be some things you don't know. What if you make a mistake, right? Because the stakes are higher, right? The higher the position, what yeah. if you can't handle it? I think part of the, the goal really is to be able to live with the uncertainty or live with the discomfort or live with what you don't know and be in a sense, like in a risky position, it's not a concrete kind of like, I know how to knit a sock. Right. And so I, you know, every day I can go and I can knit my sock and I know I've done it. I know I've done a good job. I didn't drop a stitch. It's harder when you're in a more complex situation where you can't control events or, you know, people, you may be running an organization and people might be disgruntled or, you know, and you have to be able to handle that. So right. I think it's a, it's a comfort with the discomfort, really. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that um, more women, do you think there's a disparity between men and women as far as, you know, what women see as success as opposed to what men see as success from, from a career standpoint? Yeah. Um, I, um, I think that's a great question. I don't know. I can sort of speculate on that. I, I'm not an expert on that. I think that I, there is some literature that suggests that men tend to be a little bit more confident and women a little bit less confident and that women over-prepare and men might be less worried about preparing. But mm. I, you know, that's just something that I read recently, but I'm, I'm not, you know, I wouldn't go any further than that. Yeah. Um, but in terms of what people want, you know, I was going to bring this up later, but this might relate. I mean, there's internal goals and external goals, right? Yes. So, you know, I, I don't want to say that women might want this and men might want that, but 
there is some data to suggest that relationships, warm relationships are fuel for women more than men. And for men, it's, just, it's more about competence. So, um, you know, in terms of goals, I think for women, um, of course, you know, they want great competence too, but, but there's, um, I'm, and it's, I don't want to, I don't really want to stereotype one way yeah, or the other, gotcha. yeah. but, um, but I think that um, for all people, there are internal goals and external goals, yes. you know, internal goals is, are, are involve how, how I feel, you know, what is my comfort? Is there meaning and a sense of purpose and are my relationships in the right place? Those are the sort of feeling things that we want yeah. you know, in terms of success. And then external goals are, hey, you know, I just want to be, be able to be comfortable, you know, take care of my family. Sure. Have the time to see, to live my life. Right. Not be working. Right. Yeah. Which I guess society and our American society puts a lot of pressure on us to achieve and and to reach and to always be thriving or always be striving so that you can thrive and sometimes it feels like in the entrepreneurial world i think there is uh i mean obviously the the, the definition of success is different but i think the goals may be different for someone who is an entrepreneur who who is working all the time to make that thing that whatever they're doing work so do you do you think that there is a difference between somebody who is already at an executive level or c-suite level as opposed to an entrepreneur or striving entrepreneur yeah um in, in terms of of what success is or what would be the yeah um that's interesting because it's kind of like a management question versus yeah. a creation question right sure. so Right, so having a, a system that works where there's a culture that people people get along and they care about each other and they're effective and creative and collaborative in their work, um, you know, as opposed to someone bringing something, this is a definition of creativity that I like that comes from the psychologist Rollo May, uh, bringing something new into being. So an entrepreneur who's going to try to create something new and innovative, um, did they do it? Did, were yeah. they able to bring it to fruition? So yeah. I think it's different. Yeah. yeah. Do you think the fear of success has anything to do with childhood or and, and the way that people are brought up and raised? Um, that's a great question. You know, do you feel deserving or do you feel not deserving? Yeah. That's, that's it's that kind of question. I think that right. comes up a lot in um, in therapy. Right. Yes. I mean, th that there are some, there are sometimes people are very high function, what we call high functioning, very able, very successful, yeah. loving, good people, hardworking people. But in the, at the core, there's something in them that's saying you don't deserve what right. you have. You don't deserve to be here. So that's something that has to be worked on, I think. Yeah. What are some things that you see in your own practice in, in regards, I mean, without, you know, obviously giving away a personal information, but just in general, what are some of the things that you see that, that your clients talk to you about in regards to being afraid of their own success? Mm -hmm. You have any, any good stories you could share? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, so um, my practice was largely when I was in New York Now I'm in a medical sure. educator position. So I, but it was 20 years of practice and I can sort yeah. of draw upon that. Um, sometimes there's guilt about surpassing a sibling right? Really? I mean, yeah, there can be that. Yeah. Um, 
there can be a fear of retaliation. I mean, that's kind of linked to the first one, but a fear that friends sort of love you when you're vulnerable and when you're, you know, needful. But if you become, if you surpass them, maybe you're not going to be your friend anymore. You know, I I once um, had a colleague who said something, and I think about this from time to time. He said, it's very important to think about who you can tell the good news to, you know, as opposed to the bad news, because who's going to be actually really happy for you if something good so. Right. There is so much truth truth to that because I, I I can totally relate to that. There are people in my life who I do tell like one or two people who I tell the good things is I know that they will, they will be genuinely happy for me and others who I'm like, "Mm, I'm not going to say anything because they're going to act funny. Right. 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 You have, it's like a sixth sense or an instinct, right? That somehow, even if they're happy for you, they may also be have some uncomfortable feelings because they might be thinking, well, what does that say about me that I didn't get there? Or right. what does it say, to, say about me that I wasn't able to, right? Yeah. So, um, you know. Yeah. So what's, can you just talk about some of the, the worst things that you see when people do have that fear of success, how they kind of adjust their lives or their behavior or their, their goals and ambitions? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, One thing that's really important, I mean, I bring this up, I think it's across the board in every situation, self-awareness is very, very important. It's Mm -hmm. really important to understand how you work because we can't be, in a way we can't be without fear and conflict, right? It's really, it's, it's really more about understanding what your form of fear and conflict is, right? Not that you can actually just, um, you know, get rid of it completely or else you wouldn't be human, but it's how to manage your fear and conflict. In some ways, you know, how to make it work for you, how it is to be comfortable with it. You know, there's this term, um, we talk about the six mature defenses in, in um, psychology. One of those is uh, what we call sublimate, sublimation. And by mature, that just means like healthy, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, one of the healthy things. So sublimation means taking fear, taking, you know, sort of unbridled passion and channeling it, right, into something that takes you to the next place, right? I mean, somebody might have experienced, um, oh, I mean, this is not maybe the best example, but if someone in your, your mom died of cancer or something like that when you were young and, and that created fear and sadness and loss, but you become empowered by getting involved in organizations that are battling that or running marathons that are raising money for that. So there's a way of, instead of being crippled by the fear and curling up that you take it and say, okay, you know, I'm going to push forth and turn this into something that can serve or take care of other people. That's the best outcome. Not, you know, it's hard to do that. And it takes, you know, some work to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. So somebody who is experiencing the fear of success, what would be your, what, what would be some advice for them to not just get, get through it, but, but a different way to, I guess, define their own success. What would be your best advice for them? Well, you start out again with self-awareness, self-knowledge, what makes you tick, what floats your boat, what gives you energy, what do you, what makes you want to get up in the morning? So the first thing is to know what success means to you, mm-hmm. both internally and externally. 
What relationships work for you? What gives you a sense of meaning and purpose? This comes out of positive psychology. Yeah. What, what do you feel that you can engage in with authenticity and spontaneity, bring your real self to it? Um, what brings positive emotion, right? So that's from the work of Martin Seligman, Dr. Martin Seligman, father of positive psychology. Mm -hmm. um, so the first thing is to know that because you will cultivate and craft your choices based on self-knowledge. Um, that's the first thing. And I think one thing about fear is, I think was it um, Roosevelt who said, uh, the thing that we, need to fear most is fear itself. I'm not quoting it exactly. Yes. But yeah. it, 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 um, it is under its acceptance of fear that there's going to be some fear, mm -hmm. right? Not to be thrown by the fear mm -hmm. and say, okay, like I have this and I, you know, I, I can learn ways to self-soothe and calm myself and accept challenges and accept whatever missteps I make in my journey, um, you know, not to be overly self-critical um, there's a fear of making mistakes and not to be overly self-critical and just accept that you're human. And as you move up and along and, and you're honest and truthful with yourself and other people, that's a way of managing, I think, fear as you move on your journey towards success. Yeah. Do you think those, um, those tips also apply to parenting? Cause I, I mean, I'm a parent, <laughs> you're a parent. And there are day, many days where I'm, I feel like, oh my God, I failed today. <laughs> and it wasn't a very successful day because I should have handled something differently or I should have said it in a different way to my child. I have three teen teenagers. So uh, it's a whole new element of parenting. So right. Right. could you apply those same things to parenting? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yes. Yeah. We have been talking today about fear of success. Thank you so much, Carrie. I thank appreciate you. your time. Okay, thank you. You too. Thanks so much for having me, Katina. Sure. We will see you on another episode of Fuck Fear. Coming up on a new episode of Fuck Fear. One of my fears has been um, white fragility. In order to get over that fear of hurting somebody's feelings or um, not or mismanaging the white fragility, I had to be like, okay, girl, what's more important? White fragility or your own sanity? And I chose myself. There are a lot of fears wrapped up in the fear of speaking out. There's fear of retaliation, fear of what others may think, fear of what they will do. All of it and more is what we chat about on the next Fuck Fear episode when I speak with Desiree Cross Ward. She's a journalist and social media strategist at the University of Texas at Austin. She has found new courage and a new voice that's breaking the silence on not just white fragility, but also racism in the workplace and cultural taxation. Don't miss this very vulnerable conversation. Be sure to join us on a new episode of the Fuck Fear podcast where we talk about our fears and learn ways to get through them so that we can live more peacefully and more freely. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. If you feel led, I'd love for you to write a review, check out other episodes, and as always, thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.